for the Tardy Tardis, the only Doctor Who podcast on the net where your two hosts are not ghosts from another world. My name is Mark Turcotte, and joining me as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's going on, dude? So, um, I, it's just crazy. Doesn't it feel like the end of this season just like sprung up out of nowhere? Totally. Like yes. we're almost done with it. Like I just yep. feel like we were halfway through it like last week's show. It, it has now, nothing to do with the fact that the show may or may not have been on hiatus for about a year. Yeah, you don't know that. And no, no, unless nobody you look knows at the that. date of the show no. that was posted. But, uh. <laughs> and we came in about mid-season. No, that didn't happen. No, that no. didn't happen either. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it does, man. Like I, I'm I think I'm going to be like like this with every season of this this show. Like at the end of the Eccleston season, I was like, nothing was better. And I still like Christopher Eccleston like as maybe my favorite doctor, but damn David Tennant is like coming on Dude. fast. He's on the home stretch and his I've, horse is like pulling even. I've moved on past Eccleston, man. I'm totally oh. Tennant. It's all Tennant for me now, man. I mean, really still really that. enjoy Eccleston. Tennant, he's just the man, dude. I There's... know. I know. And and just like uh, now I am sad that season two is coming to an end for us. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want season two to end right now. I And I know I, I well, I, I know at least Tenant will be back next year, so we'll at least have that continued. But I don't know, man. It's just I get I get like the feels because I just <laughs> want this to keep going on. I just like this this duo. This is a dynamic yep. duo. Yeah. Well, we are here today to talk about Army of Ghosts. This is the twelfth uh, episode here in season two. And if you're new here to the Tardy Tardis, welcome. Thank you here for tuning in and making us a part of your day here. We are a Doctor Who podcast of two guys who've never watched Doctor Who and are kind of fumbling, stumbling our way through this show uh, and enjoying every single minute of it. We were, we've said before, we were unsure if we were going to actually like the show, but we are now straight up Whovians, uh, like many of you tuning in here. So, Chris, let's start the show like we always do, where we talk about what we think of this show, kind of just, or this episode, kind of in the overall arc of everything we've seen up to this point where does this episode stand for you well and like all the other episodes that have a part two it's tough to rank right now uh but i thought it was a good it was a really really good episode and you knew it was building up to to something with the whole sphere Mm -hmm. um you 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 know you, you got the the cybermen pretty early on early, I early, yeah, yeah within 20 yeah. minutes we saw i think our first glimpse right yeah. and then um you know you're led to believe there's some connection between them and this sphere and you're just waiting for that sphere to open um and what comes out <gasps> dude draw my 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 mouth was open me wide <laughs> totally. open i'm i Shocked. don't think that's really ever happened to me before maybe in a few movies that i've watched a few but i draw was wide draw was on the ground at the I end mean, of this episode. Great episode up until that point. An incredible episode at that point. I mean, uh, where does it go? Uh, we have I, Cybermen <laughs> and Dalek. Like, this is and like Alex. the Avengers of the enemies coming together to fight the Doctor. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. Like, it, it was like a one-two punch. It was like, you cool. know, the, the Cybermen would have been enough. Yep. But now we got Daleks on top of it. Dude, we're dead. Earth is, Earth is done. 
Yeah. Right. Let, let's jump in here. Let's first we're gonna start like we always do, where we read the plot. So this is coming from the Army of Ghosts Wikipedia page over on Wikipedia. Um, so here we go. It says a, a vaguely humanoid and luminous silhouette, which Jackie insists is the ghost of her deceased father, appears in Jackie's flat, surprising both the tenth doctor and Rose, but delighting Jackie before disappearing. Jackie explains that a few months previously, millions of ghosts began appearing all over the world. Humans have come to accept them and believe that they are the manifestations of loved ones. Conducting an experiment, the doctor determines that the ghosts are, in fact, impressions of something forcing its way into the universe. The doctor tracks the signal back and uses the TARDIS to travel there with Rose and Jackie, arriving at the Torchwood Institute in Canary Wharf. The doctor and Jackie are taken by soldiers to see Torchwood's director, Yvonne Hartman, while the TARDIS is impounded with Rose inside. Yvonne shows the doctor the invisible breach, which is the source of the ghost energy, along with a ship which came through the breach, a void ship, designed to exist in the space between universes known as the Void. Torchwood built one Canada Square around the breach and conducted experiments on it, forcing it open in an attempt to harness it as a source of energy. Yvonne also reveals to the doctor that his encounter with Queen Victoria made him an enemy of the state and was the catalyst of the creation of Torchwood. So cool. Mm. Meanwhile, Rose, masquerading as a Torchwood employee, slips out of the TARDIS and gains access to the Sphere Chamber, where she finds Mickey, also disguised as Torchwood staff, an advanced guard of Cybermen subvert and manipulate three employees into initiating an unscheduled ghost shift to forcibly open the breach, causing millions of ghosts to appear across the globe before they materialize into their true form, the Cybermen. At the same time the Cybermen arrive, the sphere suddenly activates and begins to open. The Cybermen are similarly oblivious to the origins of the sphere. They simply followed its course through the breach. In the sphere chamber, Mickey explains to Rosa after a battle, or yeah, that after a battle in the parallel universe, the Cybermen mysteriously disappeared, and he happened upon their means of escape and returned to his native universe with the intention of stopping them. Mickey believes that the Cybermen are in control of the spear or sphere and produces a gun to destroy whatever is in it. And Rose is horrified when the sphere opens and reveals that its occupants are four Daleks. Mm. Boom. Wow. Scene. I, I kind of want, like, we got a spinoff. We know that there's a spinoff in Torchwood. Right. Um, I kind of want a spinoff to know what Mickey was doing. Just Mickey. That. How great would that be, man? That would be great. Because he, he's Mickey a Smith. different guy. He's a different person. Like, he is confident. Yeah, he's not like the bumbling idiot that we've come to know mm-hmm. and love, and that you know shrieks at a frozen rat. <laughs> in a, um, but uh, yeah, like he he that would be a fun series to watch him and, and yeah, his see growth. his uh, exploits because yeah. because our Mickey even got to the point where whenever he saw Rose, he was always. I mean, what do you want to say? Just like mad at her and just kind of being that, like give her that scowl where this Mickey's just like, Hey, I'm here to help you. And he's just like right in the fight. He's ready to go. And like, that's a Mickey we haven't really seen up until this point. And so he's Mickey's seen some shit. Like he's seen some stuff. That's Mickey. He's, he's seasoned. He is a seasoned like war vet. I would bet almost. Yeah. Uh, Fighting some uh, Cybermen. What do you think? Was, so. What just to backtrack, kind of a, of the overall plot of the ghosts in this? Do you yeah. think, in a matter of two months, because Jackie makes it seem like, oh, it's been happening for like two months, would the whole world just be on yeah, board? Everybody. Like, yeah, it's fine. They just appear at two thirty <laughs> every day, ghost time, <laughs> and just like it's ghost thirty. Is that how let's long go. It was? Did, did they say it was two months? I think she did. It was like two or three. It was a short amount of time. She's like, it appeared okay. however long ago we were all terrified. And then we were like, oh, it's our loved ones. And we just kind of went with it. 
And uh, I, well, it was, yeah, it was weird. Cause they're, you know, the doctor's like looking through the television. Um, first of all, I was impressed that Jackie is able to get television from many different countries. Oh, totally. Yep. You notice that. Yep. <laughs> so what illegal cable is she getting? <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, just the entire world, every, everything seems to be, it's almost like, remember when like, American Idol came out and then everybody had to have like singing shows. Yeah, like, yes, yes, yes. The air. Everywhere you turned was like a new like singing competition. But that's what like now we've latched on to these ghosts and it's become part of society. Like their mm-hmm. shirts with like the ghosts on them. It's <laughs> yes. Just, everybody's which, been accepting. Which I like the, the ghost on the shirt look nothing like nothing like the it. ghosts themselves right. it's, it's just a straight up like halloween ghost you put on your front door like that's all yeah. it is just like yeah a little cartoon ghost um, yeah I, I i think i mean but think about that in like today's world that probably would be reality after two three four scared. months yeah maybe i think it would wear off pretty quickly uh, we would be taking selfies with our ghosts and posting yep. them to like social media. And it would, it, we, we would not think like, what are these crazy things? We would in the beginning. Uh, but after like, like the initial appeal wore off, we would, we would like, they, they were even filming like television shows. <laughs> yes. The woman, it was like a drama. She's in the bar, like yelling, like yeah. the only spirits in here are vodka and whiskey. <laughs> Like what the hell? It's a great line too. It's it a great line. That was like one of the uh, best puns this show has ever yeah. thrown at us. I love it. Uh, but uh, and it's weird how Jackie just assumes the one that keeps showing up in her flat is her father. Yeah, because she thinks it smells like his cigarettes or something like that. And uh, the doctor's quick to point out, like, no. You're, you just want it to basically right yeah. yeah do you think so. though there is something based in some reality of like the cybermen maybe it was just like a drunken smoking person that became that specific cyberman oh. that was that ghost that just boy, it was just ghost coincidence go- maybe yeah that's a good point I don't know. <laughs> because we know really that's what point. the cybermen are right They're, they were right. people that were just they were cut up into cybermen Which- i guess just made me think upgraded. Man, like, they were upgraded that's what they say um i was so fixed on mickey coming back thinking that we'd come back i never and i never really thought of like uh rose's dad who's not really i mean it's his alternate universe dad coming back right yeah i, I wonder if he shows up i don't know because this is not his and this is not his planet no no he's, he's dead. from the other planet i mean he's dead in this book. Did he die in that one? Oh, no, no, no. no, no. In, in, in hers. Yes. In hers. Yeah. Yes, but no, yes, yes, I mean, right. in his, he he was an integral part of the Cybermen, pretty yeah. much, right? Like, he worked for, what was that guy's name? I forget what that guy, the guy in the wheelchair, oh, basically. Man. But that was, like, he worked great. for yeah. that company. Like, he right. was the, the guy coming up with a lot of their a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to go back to, like, the very beginning of this episode when mm-hmm. Rose was kind of given, the, like, a narration. Yeah. Um, and she's talking about the doctor and stuff like that. We get a view of Eccleston real quick. In the background? Real quick. No, no. Like it's like she's she's talking about the doctor and she's it's like showing scenes, she, I remember. Yes, it's showing scenes and it's him real quick, and he just like reaches for her and he's like, you he's like, come with me. And he just like oh, pulls I didn't her. Even and that notice was it. That. Yeah, yeah, man. Re- really and she's like in this doctor who uh, he he can change his face, but he does something something, and that's you know. And then that was the only one and only scene that they showed of Eccleston, but it was yeah, just yeah, cool. Kind of watching it right now, yeah. yeah. Very cool though. I like kind of how the intro 
um, kind of how they did that going back. It seems like we're, we're at this point now where we've watched enough of it that a lot of it is kind of coming together. You know, we're kind of getting this well, coming yeah. together of a lot of things. And they also, in that opening sequence, they it doesn't really mean any. Well, you take from it what you want, but there's a scene where they're standing outside of the TARDIS on some planet mm. where like dinosaurs are like flying or something like that. And um, he asked her, you know, like how long is she going to stay with him? And she's just like forever. Like she got no plans. Mm-hmm. So I like, cause you always, you only know their journeys from what we're presented. We right. And um, I like getting just those like quick little things of like, well, they went here and they went there um, because roses. And even in this episode, when Jackie goes on the TARDIS, she's like, you've, you're, you've changed. She was like, you look like yeah. him. Yeah. That was a big scene because she even says like, what are you going to do when I'm gone? This is Jackie talking to Rose. Like, are you just going to keep traveling? And then what are you going to be? She's like, are you even going to be human anymore at the end? Doesn't she yeah. say that? She's like, are, you know, what are you going to be? What are you going to look like at that time? Right. Um, I know. That was good. I mean, I, I could see a mother, you know, being concerned about that. But yeah, when she says that you look like him, what do you think she means by that? Just like the way, like how inquisitive she well, is or even like even confidence at times. Cause aren't they, are they, are they traveling at that time or no? Cause I, I know they, no. no, they're not right. Well, actually they're, they're traveling up to the wherever. The estate, right. Yeah. Yeah. Powell estate. Um, and he gave Rose like all these directions, like, if it hits the red meter, hit no, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he's just like firing them off and she's just like, okay. Like, so I think, and Jackie witnessed all that. Yeah. So she's just like, what the hell is this dude talking about? And Rose is just going with it. Going she with knows it. Exactly yeah. what to do. Yep. So I think that like Jackie was just like, wow, like she, that's what she meant. It's like, you, you look like him. Like, cause at that, when she said that the doctor was, I think walking out, no, this was when they were setting up that field, that little that force field to trap the one ghost, right? The Ghostbuster, the the, the... how great! <laughs> oh my god, was that? Oh my god, <laughs> it just does a little dance or something, singing the Ghostbusters theme and then setting up these little tripods, wearing like this you know mock proton pack with a little gun, like. Just Would love the Ghostbusters it? exist in Doctor Who's world, and he knows <laughs> about it. it. Like that's great. You called it. You said it in last episode. If you remember saying it, like when we were talking about this episode, <laughs> yeah, you were like, "He looks like he's got a Ghostbuster pack on." He's like, "I'm afraid no." Go-. He did it like a Scooby Doo. <laughs> <Yeah. one. laughs> oh, oh awesome. that was fantastic. So, um, but yeah, like he's setting all this up, and that's when you know, it's just Rose and Jackie on the TARDIS, and that's where she says all this stuff. And if you notice, like when he's. <clears throat> uh, given her all these like instructions like really really quickly didn't didn't he hand her the sonic screwdriver he did yeah pretty sure he did i don't think it's ever happened i don't before. think it's ever happened before either nope that's a big deal to me i think i'm trying to think like, has, yeah. did she ever pick it up and just kind of look wasn't there a time where she had it and like didn't know how to use it or was it somebody else like for some no. reason i want to say there was a moment where a character had it and they didn't know what to do with it to do with it that we've seen maybe not could be could be, but I thought that was like that just shows you the trust he has. In her. Yeah, his confidence in her. You know, and even when the one scene where he, uh, you know, the, he figures out what's going on, kind of figured out what's going on, traps like this one ghost in a force field and knows like getting pulled from somewhere. So they have to, he knows like where the source of the energy or something like that, which then brings him up to the building, whatever that Torchwood is at. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he walks out of the TARDIS and all they're all militant there, like guns drawn. And he walks out by himself. And then this Yvonne walks up and um, she's like, and they start applauding, which was kind of funny. Which is like, funny. Time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every time she mentions like the doctor, they just start applauding. And she's like, uh, you know, we've been waiting for it. She's like, so where's your, where's your number two? Where's your companion? Yeah. Yep. We, we know that. And so he just kind of opens the door, not fully and pulls out Jackie, <laughs> which was too full. Like it was funny. Yeah. Um, and it was also to let Rose go do her, th- go figure something out. Mm-hmm. I like, I yeah, can't do this right now. I you have confidence in it. you. You do it. Yep. Right. Right. And like, I, I love the dynamic between the two of them. Yep. I think that's uh, great to see having you, you see how much confidence he has in her, man, that she yeah. can problem solve just like he can. Um, because that's the thing. They're always in these situations where it's not just an easy solution. So, um, right. I don't know, kind of going down that route was, I guess, the way to go. Real quick, back to the uh, the little pyramid he makes with the ghosts. There's yeah. a throwback to the Gelf there. I love that. Rose says, yeah. like, you know, are these potentially Gelf? And he says, yes. like, nope. He says the Gelf were simply coming through the rift, whereas the ghosts are forcing themselves into existence across the world. Um, Which is so cool because, like, he wasn't the doctor during that episode exactly yeah neat to see i mean i know it's just mm-hmm. two different actors and technically it's supposed to be the same guy but it's just cool to it's see, cool to see uh, uh you know tenant just riff that right out he like, yeah he, yep. he, he knows exactly who the gulf is that was mm-hmm. cool i um, like we you know we get a lot of this um i mean we mentioned torchwood like that to me i think is one of the coolest things of seeing just how far torchwood is and getting some insight into what they are i mean we saw when you go back to that episode with queen victoria and when the doctor left, she says, like, we need to set up something because I know now there's more threats other than mm-hmm. just what's here. Like, there's threats outside of this world. We have we now see basically the culmination of that. They've set this up. They've been gathering any piece of technology they possibly can, retrofitting all that technology to create their own technology. Right. And then even, I mean, we've seen episodes where there are sects of people who are chasing the doctor or kind of know the doctor exists. Torchwood knows everything about the doctor. Like they know everything about him to the companions, all of that. I just thought that was super cool to see that. And it makes me wonder, I mean, we'll get to it at some point, but like, what is the Torchwood show about? Like, is it these people? Like is Yvonne in that show? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Like, I don't know who's in that show. But I think I think that I kind of want to watch Torchwood, man. We will. I, I think, well, I think we will. That's yeah. where we'll get there. I think that let's get through all yeah. these, and then that's that's our next. We'll move on to Torchwood. Because Torchwood could be something similar to what Doctor Who is, just like without the Doctor. Yeah, totally. It's just like yeah. you you get these different things, and maybe it's always taking place on Earth. It probably is always taking place. Probably, on Earth, yeah, I'm sure. All these yep. things are coming to Earth. That it's almost like an X Files type of show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Um, where, can, we talk about, can we talk about Yvonne for a minute? Sure. Yvonne or Jackie? Uh, Just throwing it I, out there. I, 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 th- I think I'd go Jackie. Really? Oh, see, I'm doing Yvonne? Really? Oh. I don't know. She's kind, of, she's kind of annoying to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, yeah. but, you know. You know, if you're just going for a, a quick snog behind the plastic I, curtains I, with a Cyberman, <laughs> man, I'm all Yvonne. I'm, I'm see, all I think- in. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I, well, I, w- I would say Jackie wouldn't want anything after after a, a good snog, but you never know. She got <laughs> mad at Elton for, uh, That's right. you know what I mean? So, 
Uh, I don't know. Who are these two people's names? She said, like, we're just, you know, it's just a place for a quick snog or whatever. Snog, yeah. I've never, ever heard. I'm sure that's a very <laughs> British term. Never heard that term before ever. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but what what do, like, is, is, is two Cybermen, like, doing the deed? Is that the first thing is, like, cyber sex? <laughs> <laughs> How do Cybermen do the deed? I don't know. I don't know. I, I I would think that's uh, the origins of. Do they get? We said they had like the little prison tier. Do they get like an yeah. extra prison tier? I don't know. <laughs> Crazy. What about like in the very beginning, uh, when they go back to see Jackie, and Jackie once again putting the moves on the doctor. To- like, to- not even putting the moves. She just like plants it right on him and like keeps on going. <laughs> like Jackie. But what about like calm what about down. Rose? What about Rose just handing over a duffel bag of clothes <laughs> to Jack? And I'm like, okay, the TARDIS has literally everything on it except for a washer and dryer, apparently. And Rose has been, or yeah, Rose has been like traveling all over the world and comes home like a college student to mom <laughs> do my laundry. Yeah. <laughs> they, they couldn't go somewhere in the future and just have like instant clothing cleaning or yeah. just go steal stuff. I mean, you're traveling. Nobody's going to find it. Just constantly be wearing new clothes, right? I thought that was funny. You think the doctor, have we ever seen like his closet? Yeah, we did actually. <laughs> That's at, right, at we the, did. At the, I think it was with um, the first episode of Tenet when he, when he, the Christmas episode. Yes, you're right. And he you're put right. a new wardrobe on and <laughs> yeah. it was like a section of the TARDIS. It was just like yeah. a big closet. Yeah. So say he never changes his clothes. Like he's always just. Nope. Nope. I wish I but, could grow my hair like Tenet's hair, man. Like I just I love the little like floof. Yeah. Like it's just crazy how he does that. But he did have a new accessory in, in this episode. Oh my god. Had some sweet ass 3D glasses. What, need, what needs to be the next t-shirt in the line of TARDIS t-shirts is just Tenet with the 3D glasses with the ecto pack or whatever the proton oh, pack yeah. on his back would be the greatest picture ever. And it just oh, says, man. I'm afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Make that shirt happen, please. Oh, my God. Those are like the glasses that would come in like my kids years ago. We bought them like Spy Kids 3D and it came with like two or three pairs of 3D glasses. Those are those glasses. Like they're just the cheap ass like paper glasses you get. But the thing about it is like you never get a reason why he needed to wear them. They never like he never put them on. And then you saw like a camera angle of what he's seeing. You never got that. Or and then even when he went to the sphere. He put them on to look at the sphere. <laughs> Dude, the thing's right in front of you. It's not in 3D. Like you can I would love to know like the story. Like, was it actually intentional or was it just like a joke? Maybe like Tenet brought him to the set with him or somebody on the set just was like, let's just throw something funny in here. And they just threw, he threw the 3D glasses on. I just created a laugh amongst everybody. And they were just like, keep them in, keep those in there. Like that's such a doctor thing right there. Oh, that was great. Um, yeah. When the doctor first gets a torch wood, and she and uh yvonne is showing him around um she shows him like different like weapons that they've made and he said there was some weapon he goes oh that's a something gun he goes you shouldn't have that right now the particle gun or something right particle gun yeah particle gun he's like you shouldn't have that right now he's like it's the 20th century or something like that. you shouldn't have that right now and she says you know well we're basically we're torchwood and we can get all this stuff right now but um did they didn't they say something about like the Sycorax? Like that was the weapon that destroyed the Sycorax? They, they, they use 
I don't know if it was that gun specifically, but she said like, who who do you think it was that fired that shot that from the gun that took the Sycorax down or something like that? So yeah, like yeah, tor- yeah. that was Torchwood, which that was we Torchwood. we had glimpses of Torchwood being referenced in that episode. Wasn't there one of the workers that worked at like the UN or wherever it was saying something yeah, like getting on the phone calling right. Torchwood or whatever? So we knew we had Torchwood was a part of that somehow. That um, is right. But yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, here they are straight up owning up to it. Yep, that's a cool callback. Yep, definitely. Um, definitely. Well, let's talk about the this Dr. Rajesh Singh. He's the guy that's kind of looking at the sphere and then even just the sphere itself. Um, yep. I mean, the first time we see it, he tries to put his hand towards it and can't even get near it at all. Um, and, I mean, it's such an odd thing because, like, it, it ex- we see it, but they keep saying it doesn't exist. And even the doctor says that. He's like, yeah. nope, it's a void ship. This, this doesn't exist. It's not even here. But it's like, <laughs> but it is. Like... Right, because it's, it's not a giving weird off mystery anything. thing. Yeah, it's not giving off anything. It's just mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's there. There's been no activity from it. Um, yeah, the doctor says this, it shouldn't exist, <clears throat> but then yeah, like you said, it's a void ship. Um, it exists between dimensions, and then he kind of like describes it as like you have like all these layers of dimensions. In between those layers, there's literally nothing. The and whenever anybody says that, like I can't like wrap my head around like. If you're there, it's something, right? <laughs> right. If you find your way in between these layers, is it just like I, I'm picturing like that scene in the Matrix that's just like white? Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. If that, you know, there's just nothing, nothing yeah. there. I mean, this is like some um, Stephen Hawking type. Stuff, yeah, man. but just... he says the doctor says um, his people called the void. Or no, his people called it the void. The doctor says that. that his people called it the void. The Eternals called it the howling. Is that something that is yet to be seen where know. we are right now? I think that I think that's another call to maybe something that could be. But then he said, like, <clears throat> we call it hell. Mm-hmm. Like our our kind calls it hell. hell. It's kind of funny you go from the Satan Pit episodes where we literally had Satan yeah. to yeah. now we have something with hell. I know. I know. Hmm. Um, I thought the scene with uh, when when she uh, Yvonne tells him everything and then starts talking to, to him about like the ghost shifts um, and her kind of like saying we have another ghost sh- shift in like three minutes and he's like you can't do that you you need to stop it and he uh, then he's like let me show the driver and puts it up like to like the glass mm-hmm. and the glass kind of like spiders out oh yeah. And like 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 your windshield would if something hit your windshield, um, and him him explaining that was I that was a great like analogy. So mm-hmm. it just like kind of like it spreads out across the glass, and he's like, all these little cracks, they're getting through. This is how they're getting through. Something, and he's like, and he yells at him like, you saw this little hole, and you thought, let's make it bigger. <laughs> and this is another time where he's like, you humans keep screwing this stuff yep. up. Totally. Yep. You see this little thing and you don't say, maybe we should leave it alone. You say, let's exploit it. And now look what's happened. And now you're getting, and because they want to use harness the energy from it. And then he just like pokes the thing in and it shatters into pieces. And then she's, she's like, well, we're going forward with it. And he just gives up. He's like, dude, that was, that was like one of the best. He just sits down on the chair and he's like, okay, go. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And he just sits there. And I totally believe him. Like Mm -hmm. it went with, with the thing with Elton when he's like, Oh, I'm not going to do anything. Like we said in that episode, you knew he was going to do something. Yep. With this one, like you knew he wasn't going to do it. 
he he said what he had to say and he sat there and that got through to her that he was he he said what he had to say and you're not going to listen to him fine then i'm not going to do a damn thing i'm going to sit here and watch yep. this well i think part of that too apart. is because of and this is what i thought was kind of cool the callback to the queen victoria episode is just how much Torchwood is based off the doctor and why they clap and everything for him. Like he is the reason Torchwood exists. So she probably like in that moment, he gives the example, tells her and she's like, no, 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 we need to keep doing this because we need to, you know, to harness the power in that. But then she takes a second and it stops and says, wait a minute. Like this is the doctor. This is the guy. Everything is based upon everything with him has been truthful up to this point. You know, even though she physically hasn't been talking to him, but it just the way he's been able to open everyone's eyes in their world Maybe we should listen to him. Yeah, probably so should listen to him. It. Yeah, let's stop. <laughs> Take yeah. a step back. Yeah, and then um, she makes a comment saying like they were right about you wherever you go, or something. Yeah, something to that effect. Yep, death Which, follows. Yep, death follows. Yep. Which uh, you know, it's funny. I mean, you mentioned them, the humans trying to harness power and that, and like you think about it, like that's one of the. I must wonder if that's kind of like one of the little messages that the show, is kind of just always trying to show, just humans in general, just. The, the drive for power. I mean, the impossible planet. That's what that episode was about. They they just went there because there was an energy source. Yeah. And, you know, the one guy, I mean, even though they were, you know, kind of went there with good intentions of maybe actually trying to use it for their, you know, uh, for humanity and that. But then they ended up, you know, the one guy, you know, the doctor, when he glanced at him and said, like, could also be used for bad, basically saying, like, you're going to use this as a weapon, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And, like, who knows? I mean, this, we know Torchwood isn't there to protect the Earth. Right. right. Isn't it there more to protect like the British? Didn't they make a comment like that? Like the British, not the British Empire, but it was something like that. That they were just like, we're here to protect. This is our protection of Britain, basically. And ultimately, yes, they are protecting Earth, but it's like it was set in place, not necessarily for the Earth. It was set for Britain to have their own protection against right. the, the outside, yeah. you know, basically. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I hmm. don't know. So they're just trying to get the power to be able to do that. Um, what else in this one? Um, I mean, let's just talk about, I guess the Cybermen, obviously classic, classic Cybermen. And and the fact that there are Cybermen now millions all over the world because of the ghosts, we see them materialize and become go into marching order and start marching. And then these Daleks, you know, there's only four of them. Right. Which I, I, I in my notes, I realized what that. Well, I don't know where it is, but I, in the notes, they said this is the first um, viewing of and they said something about the Daleks. And it's like this. This is almost like the the ninja team of, of Daleks or something. Like <laughs> OK, there's a name for the, the black one. And then there's like gold ones. or gotcha. something. Yeah, like I was going to say it looked like there was definitely a different colored one there for sure. Yeah. So I think because initially I thought we were going to get like the horde of Daleks like we did. Uh, yeah, at like the end of the of yeah. yeah. So, um, and then in just doing you know the research on this one, maybe we don't, but maybe these are like super powerful Daleks or something. I don't, mm. I don't know. Yet. So, um, um, what else? Um, let's see. I think just just the 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 kind of like not, I don't want to say it's not, bait and switch is not the right term for it. Just you are not thinking um daleks at all at all no nope. and i think it's just because we haven't seen them this season 
yet, right? The no. last time we saw well, them well, was didn't the essentially end of the Rose killed the last of them, right? Yeah, because she saw the like the emperor, right? Yeah. Did, did the emperor die? Yeah, I think the emperor died. Yeah, she was kind of so, there with him when he died, and like that was it, dead, right? Done. So, what are these Daleks? Are they, were these? How did these ones survive? Maybe they survived because they're on the other side of the void. I don't know, but just that you have probably up to this point the two most powerful enemy enemies, mm-hmm. the exception of the devil. I mean, the devil is the devil. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> You know, to have these two, the two most powerful entities we've seen so far together, not working together. And that was the other thing, like the, yes. the, the, um, the Cybermen said, because the, the Cybermen they didn't know what was broke. in the, yeah, they didn't know what and, was in there. No, because the, the doctor was like, hang on. He's like, you don't have the technology to create that sphere. How, like, how did you do that? And they just responded. They're like, yeah, we don't know what that is either. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just followed it. Um, and that's when it's opening. And when that came out, man, it was just like, oh my God. First of all, I, after I got off the initial shock that it was the Daleks, and then I'm like, wow, now like these two things are here together at the same time. Are they going to work together? Um, it are even if they even if they do or even if they don't, the Earth is still screwed, dude. Well, yeah, <laughs> you got Daleks, you got yeah. Daleks and, and Cybermen all over the world. Mm-hmm. Man, this is bad. I mean, you did see the name of the next episode, right? Yeah. What Doomsday. You say Doomsday. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, Earth is having some problems. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't think it's this is going to end well. It's uh, not looking too good here. Yep. Um, um, great episode, man. I, I to yeah, me, this awesome. is one of the. And again, we need to have the two parts. I'm sure yeah. you know the second one. Obviously, is going to just combine and make this like probably. Maybe my favorite. I mean, I still I so. Satan Pit and all that. Great. I mean, I think the writing and all that was awesome. But this, just on the overall story, I think I can already tell this is epic this because is- there's so many callbacks in this one, man. And like, I'm sure it's just going to continue. I mean, this really is the season finale, right? So they need to bring in everything they possibly can um, into this. But man, anything else on this one before we get into the uh, yeah, little bits? No, all right, what do you got? What do you got for some uh, little right, bits so, on this episode? Uh, the working title for this episode was called Torchwood Rises. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it marked the first on-screen appearance of the Torchwood Institute um, and the Cult of Scarrow. That's what it is. The Cult of Scarrow. Uh, as well as... That, that's the Dalek thing. The Daleks, okay. Um, as well as the return of the alternate universe Cybermen appearing for the first time in the doctor's own universe. It's also, it also introduces Yvonne Hartman, the administrator of Torchwood one. So maybe the fact that it just says it introduces her, maybe she does have a bigger role in that yeah. show. I don't know. Um, the doctor says, Alan Z. Alan Z. Alan Yes. He did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he would get to say Alonzi Alonzo to an actual Alonzo in the Voyage of the Dams. Uh, for those who do not speak French, a translate the translation is "Let's go." Would not be provided until uh, midnight, which I think is another show. Two years later, hmm. so that means "Let's go, Alonzi." Alonzi. <laughs> um, Frema Agamemnon makes a pre-Martha appearance. Who I think that is the next. Um, companion. Okay. So 
Let's see. Uh, makes a pre-Martha appearance in this episode as the doomed Torchwood worker, Addie. So that's the female that turned Cyberman. Oh, okay. Remember, that had the relationship. When she was going for the snog. Yes, going, she was getting snogged. Um, Torchwood. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So Russell T. Davies had stated that he would have rewritten this episode so that Addie survived had he known Agamemnon would turn out to be a perfect casting choice to fill the soon-to-be-vacant companion role. Mm, okay. Um, the scene in which the Doctor asks the Cyber Leader about the Void ship echoes the parting of the ways when the Doctor asks the Dalek Emperor how it came up with the word Bad Wolf, which also had the Dalek Emperor replying it had nothing to do with him, much like the Cyber Leader said the same thing in this episode. Mm, okay. So, um, so that's kind of like reverse, like the, the Dalek leader saying we had nothing to do with, um, we had nothing to do with it. Now it's the Cybermen saying we have nothing to do with it. So interesting. Um, when the name of the episode was revealed, it was heavily rumored. It was heavily rumored that the titular, titular ghosts referred to the Gelf, like we said, mm-hmm. uh, who will return to the show in that episode. Obviously that wasn't the case. To keep the appearance of the Daleks secret, the final scene was removed from all preview tapes and replaced with a title card reading, final scene withheld until transmission. So wow. they weren't even letting reviewers check this out. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, that's that a big cool. leak, man. That would have been a huge leak for that to come out. It would have. It would have leaked. That definitely would have leaked. Uh, the episode was generally well-reviewed critics. The stage commented that the episode was a, quote, uh, a tense contest full of drama, tears, adversity, and two powerful forces coming to f- coming face to face in the ultimate battle. Ansan Haig of IGN. IGN loves this show. Uh, yeah, they gave it a 9.8 out of 10 and complimented the pacing of the episode and uh, the revelation of both Cybermen and the Daleks, concluding that you couldn't ask for a better cliffhanger. I would definitely agree with I that. I completely agree. <laughs> uh, the story, which is Army of Ghosts and Doomsday, uh, was nominated for a 2007 Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation in a Short Form. And a good bump in viewership in this one, 8.19 million. Hmm. So we were kind of in like the six and seven range. Just got it back over 8 million. Uh, was the seventh most watched program of that week behind four World Cup games and two episodes of Coronation Street, which maybe we'll do a show on that sometimes. I have Probably no idea not. what that <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I would love to know kind of the what was known. Like, did people know that in the very beginning of the episode, Rose is going to say, this is the story about how I died. I mean, she says that like, it's like the first or second line of the, of the episode. And so you wonder if, you know, did reviewers kind of start to set that up? Do people know that, you know, Billy Piper was going to be leaving the show? Like, was that all common knowledge or was that all just a surprise? Yeah. Was that because the, why was that why there was a bump? You know, I don't know. Right. Um, What did you think was, was in the sphere? I honestly had no, I had no clue. I mean, originally I just thought it was like going to be like, Something new. The king, or yeah, or like the king of the yeah. Cybermen, like something like that. Just like whatever. But then when yeah. they said they didn't know what it was, I was like, okay, well, what is it? Like, 
I had no clue. Yeah, just something new, yeah. man. I mean, I would have been cool F- with the face of Bo. I was just going to say that. <laughs> what, what if he was the bitchy trampoline and it was just the Cassandra? And it's like, damn it, Cassandra, go away. <clears throat> Which I will say, and, and I know we have, well, technically two episodes left, but uh, I don't know how we're doing it. I mean, maybe when episode two is over, we're going to do like a look back on, on or when season two is over, you're going to do look uh, uh, episode where we look back on season two. I don't know. But I think maybe like Billy Piper's best performance was her playing Cassandra. In, you know what? Yeah, true. Yeah. When Cassandra's in her. Yeah. That, that was, that was a really, really good performance. That still sticks out to me as like a great performance. <laughs> so, uh, But definitely good episode, man, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what's next. I mean, course we didn't get a coming up next week right any of these things always to be continued um but the title doomsday Mm. it's not looking too good man you think we're gonna shed some tears next week or what i mean it's gotten me once already when (laughs) when you know just when the tardis came back that was to me that was just yes yes i was like oh my god so uh it could happen again i'm not gonna deny it and she, but I want to know, know how these Christmas like episodes like fit in. I like we're not there yet. We we've seen one, um, and it was when we got a new doctor. So like, do we know like do they fit in with like the rest of the story, or are they completely separate? I don't know if, what they are. I don't so, know. So I know we have that. I mean, I think through. I think they fit in with the story. I mean, I, I wouldn't see you know Rose potentially going away this next episode, and then suddenly she's back for the Christmas special. Like I think. The way they're they're on H because we're watching it on HBO Max. We were watching it on um, Amazon Prime before. I think they're there in order. So like as we're watching them, this is how you would watch them, like right with the story. So all right, but all right, man. Well, that's gonna Good do it for us for this episode, everybody. Thank you for here for tuning in. Don't forget, as always, please let your friends know about the show if they are Doctor Who fans and get them tuning into the show. However, you're tuning in, and leave us a review and like us on whatever service you're listening to. Um, we, you know, of course that helps move us up the ranks and get the word out there about the tardy Tardis. And, uh, man, I, I just, as soon as we're done with this, man, I just want to go watch the next episode. I cannot I, it's, wait to it's, see it's my norm. I, the next day, I can't wait. I, so it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Exterminate. So annoying. So damn annoying. So between that and the Cyberman, man, this is going to just be like right. ear piercing episode. I have a feeling. Plus with my, my cries of, of sorrow with God knows what's going to happen. Oh. Oh, All righty. Right. Well, let's wrap it up there. So everybody, thank you as always for tuning in. And until the next episode, Chris said, exterminate. Exterminate. <laughs>